I changed your logo. You, you do 97% of the production. I get it. I, I'm, do, sure. I'm doing some, I'm trying to pull some moves behind the scenes here. Okay. But, uh, that, I, that's, I, I don't have anything to announce quite yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm making moves and I'm, we're booking guests. That, we're setting up, we're actually, may actually be sponsored by somebody in the not so distant future. We'll see. Oh, perfect. Excellent. You're going to let me know what's going on there or eventually? No, I'm just going to spring it on you. We'll look for like the Joe Rogan sponsors, like, you know, uh, Spotify. Ah, get that, okay. Yeah. Get that $100 million deal going. Yeah, I think we're going to be doing this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Live from yeah. Man's Basement. <laughs> yeah, no, I would hope to have something like a, like a room at one point then. <laughs> An actual room, yes. Yeah, exactly. No, but I, I, but I did tell you, like, I, I switched the logo over. So now it's just Choking the Choking Hazard Podcast. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I took that. You, you got, you got rid of 2020, down. right? Because I thought that, like... I got rid you know, of your you 2020. Have to, you have to change the year every year that you record. That makes total sense. So it's just Choking Hazard Podcast. That's how yeah. we'll swing it. The, the Instagram handle didn't change at all, but it, it'll be fine. Um, so we'll leave it at that. So we'll do the Aaron Gal experience, including Mike. <laughs> is that, is Mike. that what you want? Episode two, episode we'll, one. We'll call it that. This is actually episode two of that officially. All right, we'll we'll roll with that. I'm good with it. I have no problem. We should actually do a fight companion. That would that would actually be pretty funny. I wouldn't mind. Actually, we can think about um, July fifteenth uh, because then we got yeah, the. the uh, UFC 251, I believe. Yeah, it's the, that's the uh, Fight Island card. It's Fight Island. This yeah. is like straight out of Mortal Kombat. Like, this is Mortal yeah. Kombat brought to real life. This is amazing. They posted a picture online of the actual um, ring beside the cage. Uh, sorry, on the beach. So the, the cage is on the beach and whatever. They had the sunset silhouette. It was a pretty neat picture. I'm curious to see how this works out. I don't think there's any other place you can do this besides like Abu Dhabi and the UAE. I don't, I don't think any other place you can pull this off in the world. So this is, this well, is very, this is going to be a legit uh, Mortal Kombat-esque experience. It's yeah, you're absolutely right. Because I mean, like if you look at it, like especially with all the sports going on right now, which is none, this is UFC and WWE. Those are the only two things that have been able to get off the ground in North America. But when you actually think about it, these are small, not a lot of personnel type events, right? You yeah. don't have a lot of people and you can control it. Whereas the NBA, we're going to have 22 different teams come into a bubble, which is worth a billion dollars into Orlando. Um, they have testing readily available. They have all these infrastructure set up for them to be there for the next four months. It's so, really, I think it's going to be really difficult to run any sort of team event right now. That's going to involve any sort of close contact with people. I think if what the UFC is doing, yeah. Like if you're having one fight with one person, like if there's a lot more things you can control in that versus like an NBA game or like a hockey game or a football yeah. game where there's a lot more contact and a lot more people. There's a lot more variables of control. And you also, if you look at um, Florida in the WWE, there's like a big outbreak right now too. So like there's a whole bunch of people getting COVID right now. And I don't know what they were doing testing wise. I've heard it's very limited, but 
people are people are getting sick there so like even if you try to con- control and contain everything and you, you do your best sometimes that's not going to be enough people are still yeah. going to get sick florida florida is a disaster right now i mean yeah. like last night yesterday they had 9800 cases i haven't seen the total numbers yet for today but it's anywhere like all of um us right now is at 40,000 for the day and the, the final report comes out at nine o'clock like so when you're booking a, your flight i'm not no i'm not going no. anywhere like so hobson wants you to come down and train with him yeah no i'm good right <laughs> now no but what, what if you get your fifth stripe on your brown belt Oh yeah, um, I, I I think I'll be okay. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> training right now. <laughs> you know, no wait. No, there there's people training just. Yeah, <laughs> the, the black market training right now. I mean, like you know what? I'm I'm mixed feelings about it right now. Where like if it's controlled and guys are having proper. Like I I always look at it, what's your bubble, right? Are you controlling your own bubble? Right. So if you and this person are in agreement that you're going to be careful X, Y, Z, and you guys are taking the risk and you guys are not at risk to exposing other people, by all means, go for it. Right. Like have fun. Can we operate businesses right now? No, I think that's a lawsuit waiting to happen and all that kind of jazz. Right. But I think if there's like just private stuff going on, I mean, like have at it. Just there needs to be just the level of care that has to be very, predominant yeah absolutely you still have to you still have to be careful because um you know there's different things that can happen like if i came over to your house and i tripped and fell and broke my leg there's there's liabilities and stuff with that even if it's like not a small business or anything of of that nature either so but yeah i i know you're saying i think honestly the like i was even thinking about it's like how do people do jujitsu right now it probably the best possible scenario besides like, you know, just doing solo drills and all that is you, you have a a bubble of people, maybe like four people and you guys get together and train, but you guys don't train with anybody else. Like that's your pocket of people that you train with. And as things start to open up a bit more, you can add people to that. Honestly, that's, that's probably the best route going forward is to do something like that. Cause even if you do go back to like a big gym that has like hundreds of members, you're, and there are just having hundreds of people going in and out of that building. Like you don't know like who's sick, who's not like, you know, you're doing, you're going to temperature, you're going to temperature check everybody at the door, but you know, sometimes things get missed. Like sometimes maybe people don't have symptoms at that time, but then they're able to, you know, pass things on. Like it's going to be very complicated, but I think, you have to probably the best way of doing things is have a small group of people that you, that you know and trust that you train with regularly. And that that's probably the best way forward jujitsu wise. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that's the only way you're going to get some form of real training going. And it's going to be no more than four or five people in the building. That's your hub. Those are your group. You go, you train, you clean the mats, next group comes in after that i mean it's not great like time-wise business-wise doesn't really work properly but i think that's the only way you're going to get real contact jujitsu training at any point in time and we've had a lot of guests on they said like you know hey it's a struggle right now like we just had marco costa on and he was he was even saying he's like you know what like it 
may be a better idea just to, you know, shut things down for a while, let this blow over and then reopen in another location when I'm able to, well, like even just money wise for it to make sense, but even just like training wise, because you're going to be limited once you open to what the government says. So if the government says, Hey, you know what, you got to have social distancing, no matter what, no exceptions, then you know, you're, you're stuck with whatever the, those mandates are. I mean, yeah, you can change them down the road, but you know, once again, like everybody's hands are tied. And this, this also comes back to like me and you, when we go back to work, the big question yeah. becomes what's that going to look like? Cause that's going to be really interesting as well. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, again, like you have to, you have to take everything into account and it's like, you have to be very, very diligent. I, I just look at it like just on a work standpoint, right? Everybody who steps in a building is going to have to be very diligent and washing their hands, wearing a mask, doing what they can to keep their immune system built up and protecting themselves because they're just, whether they're just working and then doing whatever, they're going to have to go home, right? So they're not even talking jiu-jitsu, right? So if you've got small kids at home, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever, you're going to have to be careful, right? And make sure that you aren't asymptomatic or anything like that. And, I, and again, I think we'll have, I, if, if this was the U.S., we'd be having a totally different conversation, right? I think especially in Canada and being in Ontario where everything is being regulated properly to what it should be, are we going to have this issue? I don't think so. Right? We're going from, we gonna, we're, well, the U.S. is like very limited to no regulations at all to well, that's what I'm saying, actually right? being regulated like, here. Now, at the end of the day, then people are saying like, oh, well, the economy, this and that. I'm like, it sucks, but like we got, you have to, we have to pick our battles basically. Oh, exactly. Right. Like, and again, I, as I've said to other people and other people before, right. I mean, I'm okay. Again, it's not fair for everybody to stay close. I totally understand and I get it. Right. But if it takes one more month to nail it in the bud where, okay, we're at 178 cases in Ontario alone yesterday, right? Compared to 9,800 in a state, okay? And in a state. Talking, in a state. Not What's even the population the of Florida? I, population it? of Florida, is anywhere, I think it's like 30,000. I know 30 million, I think. 30 million. But so it's a little bit less than Canada, we would say, because Canada is yes. about 37 million, I want to say. Yeah. So like when you look at like density and like, Obviously, like space, absolutely. There, there are a lot of people jam-packed in an area, but they're in a hot area too, right? But again, here's, here's a state that didn't take any precautions, didn't give a shit, didn't give a fuck, and now look where they are, right? And again, people are going to argue, well, well it doesn't, it's not killing people. It's not killing people. Yeah, it's not the point. It's killing your grandmother. It's killing your old uncle who's got diabetes. That's the point, right? So people who are 20 years old are transmitting this thing are then going to their grandparents or their mother who have immune disorders, and then that getting those people sick. So Don't you be murdering any grandparents now, Aaron. Well, no, but that's what pisses me off, right? When people, oh, it doesn't do this, it doesn't do that. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, it's not about you, right? So that... I think there's a lot of misinformation. I think a lot on both ends. So there's, I think... From what I've read, everybody takes either one extreme or the other, where it's just like, let's just open everything up, pew pew, America. Let's go, let's go drink at bars, let's go to clubs, 
make out with strangers. I mean, that's like a Tuesday for Aaron, but like you get what I'm saying. But 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 my whole <laughs> but then there's the other extreme of like you're you're gonna hide in your bunker at home. You got like weapons for like the apocalypse. Like this isn't the apocalypse. Like it's it's not gonna be the end of the world. The world's gonna go on. The economy is gonna bounce back and recover too. It's that's obviously going to take time as well. You know, I'm not an economist, so I'm not going to comment on that. So yes, like things are going to start to return to normal, but it's going to take time. I think at the end of the day, like everybody takes things to extremes, but at the same time, it's like, this is, this is a new thing. So like when people, when there's like information that comes out and they're like, Oh, well, this is wrong. You said this two weeks ago. It's like, well, we're still finding out new stuff about this. Like I'm not an, I'm not an expert. Like I'm not a, you know, infectious disease expert. There's probably things they are going to be finding out like every day that are going to be contradicting things that they thought they knew a month ago. Like that's, that's called science. (laughs) So like the people that are, you know, like saying like they're, Oh, like masks don't do anything or like, you know, this, this vaccine is going to give me like AIDS or something like Science, the science is always changing. Like we look at like training, for example, like what we people knew about like fitness and training, everything, like let's say 10, 20 years ago, it's different now. And like, you're taking something as brand new, a brand new, like, you know, form of, you know, coronavirus, COVID, whatever you want to call it. Like that's brand new at the, the, you know, we haven't been exposed to yet, or we haven't really been exposed to. Like, this is really just the beginning. Like, how long has a common cold been around? Like, probably well, centuries. It's been around for centuries. I mean, the the flu absolutely has been around forever, and that kills people, and that kills kids. Like, hundred percent. I think. Oh, but this is just the flu, Aaron. It's not the flu, right? But it's different because the thing is, is that it's new. It has. It, mutates it does different things right and they don't have all the info on it so you have to be cautious right that's the only thing yes is it suck absolutely people are losing their businesses i'm not it's just not no fault of their own it's not fair i get it right but when you look at the hindsight of things staying closed for an extra month and i'm not saying hunker down your basement i'm saying like get creative do things that you can or whatever and get outside, do what, do what, again, do what you're able to do, right? But staying closed an extra month to get rid of this problem completely, I'm sorry, I'm all for, right? As much as it sucks, if that's what it is, that's what it is. And again, it comes down to, saying, yeah, if it comes down to keeping everything closed one more month, and then this thing is pretty much just nixed and put away, and it, it's not a, a major issue going forward versus, you know, just having it be a free for all and just, you know, trying to get herd immunity ASAP. And, you know, there's a lot more people getting sick, a lot more people dying, but once again, like people are, you know, quoting like, Oh, well only people are even thinking like, even in the U S like it could have been there like as early as like December, they just didn't know about it because they weren't really well, exactly. testing it. Right. So there's a, there's there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of things like I think at the end of the day like the truth's like somewhere in the in the middle of things like that's that's the way I look at it like everybody takes I find everybody's taking like either one extreme side of the argument or the other and then it's just like it's just a free for all 
Like every time I'm on, every time you go online, there's people like, there's like one extreme view and another extreme view of people are just doing this and doing this. Well, again, but that's the problem with social media, right? The problem is people don't get the full picture. They get the snippet of what, what that person's opinion is, right? And is this person epinologist or whatever they want to call it, right? Are they this or are they, no, they're just, it's just their opinion and they're mad. So they're going to put something out online and people interpret that to be actual facts and it's not facts, right? So they, that's the problem. But again, censorship's an issue, right? So are you getting the right messaging? right? I think that's the biggest problem. And social media is the worst place to get information from. Now, the news is not necessarily the, there's a big tier of where you get your information from. And if you're looking for facts, if you're looking on Facebook, and what Aaron Gall is posting in his epic rants, I do not probably shouldn't take those too seriously. I, I don't even post that stuff. It, no, you don't. Stuff and, and it's like, I read it. And I'm just like, I Sometimes I want to throw my computer in the fucking lake, but it just from see nonsense, right? And it's it's not a healthy way to live, right? If you're constantly reading that feed every single day, and you're taking that information for solid ground, you're gonna sink pretty quick, right? And you you can see it. People are losing their mind because they're they're reading that shit and they're taking it to to heart every single day. Yeah, this is too much of that honestly going on. It's too much. What do you got in the What do you got in the cup there? Oh, you have a, uh, it's a, a water. Guinness. You have a Guinness <laughs> water. This is a Guinness glass of water today. It's a, it's, a, it's a Sunday night. You can do what you want. I don't know when this will be officially uh, released, but like we are we are recording this. No, on Sunday I'll night. probably probably I'll probably release this one earlier. I have no idea. I'm probably gonna bump out three this week. This is, this is, you actually mentioned one thing because there's a lot of people posting things and there's a lot of people that I guess you can say like influencers or whatever you want to call it. But like, even like in the jujitsu scene, like this is one thing that's kind of irked me as well. And I'm probably going to ruffle a lot of feathers when I say this, but I don't care. Rough, um, it. Rough it, buddy. You're, okay. You're a, you're a black belt. You, you know, jujitsu, correct? Or like, let's say we're like, we're brown belts. Like I, I, we, I've even had this conversation with people at, at our place of place of work that we're not going to mention that, you know, I teach jujitsu. So like I've, I've trained for a while. Am I the world's best jujitsu teacher, instructor? No, but I'm striving to be, I'm trying to learn as much as I can. Um, I think a lot of people, like when they, they look at like, oh, I've trained, I trained jujitsu or I trained karate or I trained martial arts and I'm, I'm a black belt. That means I am a black belt in everything. So like, you have to listen to like everything I say. So I am a I am a black belt in dentistry. So therefore, like, I'm going to give you like, this is my opinion on this, or this is my opinion on that, <gasps> which <laughs> I, I'm looking at that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, no. like, somebody's, somebody's okay. Yeah. So somebody's a black belt in, in a martial art. I mean, that takes a lot of dedication, a lot of time. Cause me and you, I think we can speak from experience. We've both been training, you know, yeah. off and on for a long time, but that doesn't make you a black belt in, in life. <laughs> No, you're 100% right. I mean, like, it, it's what are you skilled in, right? Like, if I train martial arts, so let's call it Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for 20 years, I have 20 years experience in Jiu-Jitsu, right? Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean that I've, and again, I've experienced life lessons that I can, again, I've learned over the, my lifetime that maybe oh, yes, absolutely give to somebody else to help build off that, whether it's exercise, nutrition, all that kind of stuff. But does that make me... A black belt in finances. 
No. Yeah. It yes. Yes, right? it does. Like, Aaron. Like, it, it doesn't. No. I'm Apparently, like, it does. I'm dumb, right? Like, I, I again, I'm budgeting for a hundred dollar podcast, right, a month right now. So, like, <laughs> I am an idiot, right? Like, I am not. Again, I can be skilled in certain areas, but you have to be humbled not to know. You don't know everything, right? Because if everybody fucking knew everything, they'd all be millionaires and running billion dollar companies. You don't know again, what you don't know. That's really what I'm trying to get at that's, because that's re- that's the there's thing, one part, like um, uh, one, one black belt I talked to a long time ago, he said like, yeah, I'm a black belt in jujitsu, but like, you know, I've, I've put my time in on this. So to give you an example, like, let's say you've been, you know, you've been a personal trainer for over 10 years. Maybe you're a black belt in like personal training or somebody's a dentist and they, they've been a dentist. They went to school for, they did their graduate degree, their undergraduate degree, they're, they're certified now they're working in their field, they've been working for 10 years, they're a black belt in dentistry, for example. Now, am I going to go into there and tell them like how to do a root canal? No, I'm not going to tell them that. No, That would be, be absolutely silly. It, it, it's, it's all about staying in your lane. That's really the whole thing. I mean, even as trainers, we talk about it all the time. If you do not know how to treat this client or get that client's goals, what the fuck are you training this person for? Recommend them out to somebody else who's going to get that client what they need and then they can come back to you, right? Let's just say we look at capacity levels, right? We're okay. When we look at if you exceed load based on capacity of a joint, as we've talked about before, if you exceed load, you will injure that, that client hundred percent every single time, right? Cause you've exceeded the load of everything you needed to do. And now they're injured because that capacity of the joint was not able to handle what it did. Right? So if you try to, if you're not skilled enough or understand to get this person healed up because automatically a lot of trainers will go, it's the client's fault. They fucked up. They did it wrong. They didn't I've heard that before. Asked them. Yep. It, I've it, heard that a lot of times. It's the client's fault right? You didn't do what I told them to do, whatever, right? So, okay. We, and again, bad, bad trainers. I'm not singling anybody out. This happens all the time, right? But the trainers blame the client, right? So, you, okay. And if you do that, you have to take a fucking sit down and go, okay, you know what? I, I need to understand why this happened, or I need to recommend that person to get healed by another a therapist or whatever it is. But what happens is a lot of times client gets back to normal. Okay, perfect. Bring them back to where they were. We were training before and go, go, go. No. And well, they got hurt again. Oh, you did it wrong again. Right. You're just not good at this exercise. Have you, uh, in in your experience, have you seen this with other trainers? Not Of course I've seen it with other, not Not named Michael Breyers. Not (laughs) named Michael Breyers. Okay. Just checking. Cause no, I think I, I, I've seen it, right? And I've seen it. It's, it's, it's just, and again, you have to, okay, we'll bring that client back. Okay, we need to train the joint up to be here and bring the load down here. And then you're going to be able to do X, right? Like that's proper nurturing. But that's me learning over time as a, as a fitness instru- uh, like a trainer or a black belt and what this person can do, right? Should we be putting white belts on the mats and teaching them how to do flying arm bars right away. No, of course. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you you mentioned something is, yeah, your knowledge, right? They're, they're very good at using their chatterbox and they could sell your own shoes to you. Right. But as far as like a training skill or assets, are they going to get this individual any goals? No. 
right? Like I'm, I'm just trying to pick my words very carefully so people <laughs> don't know who I'm singling them out. But um, I think that's the biggest thing where when you're creating a team, right? When you're creating a, a like a training team or even just like coaching staff or, or whatever, you want individuals that have a lot of, they don't, they have to have a lot of tools in their toolbox, right? Like, and it's, they, yeah, you want them to have specialties. Absolutely. They're specialized in this. Yeah. We're talking they, about this with Jacob as well. We, yeah, I agree a hundred percent. He yeah, said the same wanna, thing. Like he's develop, he's adding tools to his tool chest. And exactly. Think, like, are they coachable? Can we coach them on the things that are not the, the sharpest to build off that? Right. Again, but we always want to have a specialty, right? You don't want to have a master of none and just a uh, jack, yeah, of, all jack trades, of all trades, right? master of none. You want to have, have one have or two that. things. That you specialize two, in, right? but they specialize because like, then you can absolutely be. And again, even if it's fundamental movements, right? Like, how many people mess up fundamental movements, right? All the time. Like, if you Everybody. have somebody that's, if you have somebody is that is absolutely the best at and articulating how to do fundamental movements and regression and progression, boom, that person's solid because you can teach all the other things to progress that individual. But if you have somebody who is able to articulate to any walk of life type person, you're golden, right? So it's all about articulation and having tools in their toolbox. And I think that's where we've gotten better. And again, as we've started, as again, as I've tried to like coach individuals and all that jazz is making sure that they always have a specialty, but then they also have enough tools in their toolbox so they can always fall back on something else. Because if they're not able to fall back on anything else, that tool that eventually is going to get worn out and then when they get bored or something else. Right. So they have to have some, a bunch of other tools in the toolbox. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, it's good to know like, okay, like I know some stuff from powerlifting. I know some stuff from bodybuilding, but taking, it's good to know like a little bit of everything, but you, I think over time you need to, go from that generalist to like a specialist. So it's like, but, for us, for example, like let's say like we teach jujitsu there. That's one of our specialist things. You do like a FRC. I do a lot of like, you know, what you mentioned, like a lot of just functional kind of movement things. Like, you, you know, I'm not going to be like- And stock trading. And stock trading. Yeah. I, do, uh, I do that uh, <laughs> early morning, Aaron's office. Every time he comes in, not what my the office hell right t- It's not my office right now. I'll come over. You wake up. I'll break into your house. I'll just be in your basement on the computer. Exactly. I'll make you. Be, I'll make you feel like you're you're uh, you're you're more at home. Back. Well, I'll be honest with you. Like, trust me. Like sometimes I would watch, and again, it's not. It's not a like um. It's not a like an anger. So don't take this the wrong way or whatever. Also, also, like, hold on a sec. Are you wearing their sweater? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. I've, I've covered the thing. Put, put right? some tape over but the logo. They're not sponsored. The logo's covered. It's fine. Um, okay, good. But, um, like, what, what would happen was, like, I'd come in early in the morning, right? And I have an expectation, okay, I'm going to go do my work, blah, 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 blah. And I get my coffee, and I'm walking in, and you're in my fucking office, <laughs> and it just pisses me off. And I'm like, motherfucker. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go drink my coffee at the fucking table. And it's like, pisses me off. So I get mad in the morning. So like, just so you know. So I've only, I only did it like once or twice. And then not once or twice. Now, hold on, hold on. Just let me, let me, let me. So I, I did it once or twice. 
And then I saw how annoyed that you got. So I just kept doing it because one of my primary hobbies <laughs> is trying to get you as annoyed and as riled up as possible at work. And a lot of times I've succeeded. There's, there's been some epic rants. Do you, do you remember any of those epic, epic rants or you just like take a breath or you just like hold your breath and you're just like going and spewing and then like you pass out and you wake up. Code run hundred. I'm better now. Oh, you're better I'm, now? I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm a lot better now. No, I, I've learned to control that. Since I've, I've, I've uh, changed my role significantly over the last year, I, I'm a lot better. There are things that still bother me. Absolutely. But, you know, I mean, there's, there's always things that you can't fix. Right, but I'll just bitch and complain about them, and then I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> which is what I, which I love thoroughly poking you at. Should we get into the story of okay, how did we meet? Well, you applied, and then I needed bodies. So, <laughs> so what? So if you don't mind asking, off the initial interview, did I'll you say you didn't honest, enjoy our conversation? I, I, I did enjoy our conversation. Oh, you we did? A, okay. We did I'm, like, I'm wondering, I'm like, well, why did you hire me? I was like, since that's no, garbage. No, no, no. I'm going to give him a job. <laughs> no, but, but I'll be honest with you, right? When it was, I, I don't know if it was your final or your second interview. I don't remember. They weren't too sold on you. That was the one thing. Because I had to, they weren't too sold on uh, your, your final, right? And eh, there was no like pop. There was no wow. That's what it was. <laughs> so, right? Wow. There was no That's wow. That's usually how I leave a room. It's more of a, eh. <laughs> yeah. So, so people are going to be listening like, to this podcast with the soul. I was like, yeah, it was, eh. yeah, it was okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, you know what? Uh, I'm, and again, it wasn't a, I had, I had a good feeling about you. Right. And I was like, you know, Mike, Mike's a good guy. I think it's going to go well. If it's, if it's not, then it's on me. It's my choice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right? Good feeling. Take it easy, Aaron. I'm just saying. <laughs> So it, it went well. So it all worked out, which is awesome. Right. It all worked and I out. Think, you've regretted that decision. Ever no, since. I did. I no, Like I trust me, I've regretted some decisions. I, there have been some decisions <laughs> that I was like, you hiring oh, me is, is somewhere at the top of that list. Oh no. I've, I've hired, I've hired individuals where I've shook in my head and just gone like, Oh no, what have I done? Right. And it's just like, <laughs> but you yeah. know what that 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 does happen in like a in a, in a manager but standpoint again you can you're gonna have some you, misfires 100 you cannot any business i don't care who you are right you're not gonna make every decision correctly every single time you're going to live learn make mistakes but that's how you grow as a leader right like to um like in fairness to myself did i take on too much at once i think so I think absolutely I took on way too much thing, too many things that the expectations were sky high. Everything was sky high for, for myself, my family and for the business in general. And, and that's the biggest thing where it's like, I tried to do too much and I didn't get the, the group involved at the time. Right. And there was just too much stuff going on. And it was just, um, obviously with my wife and I having our baby at the first time. Okay, again, I've learned so much on how, how to deal with people, how to, how to speak with people differently, how to coach people differently. And again, how to lead differently. And I think that's the biggest thing, like great teams work together and they build off each other. Gonna, but again, that comes through communication, honesty, and trust. Those are the big things. And if those things are broken, those things don't operate properly.
No, right? they so, don't. And we've seen that they, firsthand too. So again, we'll, that's the thing. And, I, and but I think even like like when you're you're building a jiu-jitsu school, right? Or if you're building anything, again, again, I can't speak from experience on saying, "Well, I've run this amazing academy and I have this much experience." No, I can't speak on that. <laughs> between, but, between the two of us, we have maybe twenty jiu-jitsu students. So. But again, but 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 I've again. I'm, this is how I'm, again. I'm, I'm not trying to talk about anybody's business. However, from firsthand, but we've seen where our clients come into us and they say why they've left other academies to join our academies based on culture, based on trust, based on instruction, right? Like because they've had experiences and uh, the negative experiences, and then they've communicated that we've learned from that, and then we've built off that. Like, we're so also bougie. Well, we're bougie. That's the big. We're thing. also bougie. Just, just yeah. throwing that out there. That's true. Yeah, so I, like, I mean, like, that's the big thing. No, that's that's important. Like we've, because I think also like the reason why I think the jiu-jitsu program was doing so well pre-COVID was like we're we're working together on it. Because now, if you were just running a jiu-jitsu program, or like there was a time where I was just running it, it wasn't as Anywhere, anywhere near as successful as it was now. Like, not even close. Well, Night and day, but that also comes from me and you, like, collaborating on it a lot more, too. So you get yeah. a lot more done with collaboration, regardless of, like, it, oh, this is my school. I do what I want. And, like, oh, what I do is, is final and all that. But, like, well, like if you can I'll, collaborate. I'll use, I'll use collaborate, right? Well, even collaboration on the podcast, right? Yeah, I I handle the production. I do X Y Z. You get the guests, and we get the conversations, right? Like that. If we, if that's how it works, that's how we build off of it, right? We're collaborating. Yeah. It's a collaborative effort, right? I'm going to be getting them if sponsorship you, dollar dollar bills, y'all, as well. <laughs> exactly, right? So those are the types of things that how you run it again. But again, I trust you to get that done, right? It's not me, like. I, I know I do send That's, you texts. That, lead, like, that leads to one of my all-time favorite Aaron Gall sayings: "Just get it done." Right? Like, just do your job. That's all I'm saying. Do just your do job. Just, just do your job is another one. Just get it done. But just but do yeah, just get it done. I'm like, it's not going to be physical. Just get it done. I I speak like a CEO. Okay. Like, just get it done. <laughs> like Jason and I talk about it all the time. It was like. Well, he was like, you, you sound exactly like a CEO. I'm like, I know. That's how it should get done. <laughs> Just get it done. No, it's, it's good though. But I mean, like, from from our experience, feedback that I've heard, we've gotten a lot of positive speed, uh, feedback from our episodes, by the way. So oh, we have? Doing, oh, yeah, man. Like, honestly, I've gotten some good comments. Like, people are getting reaching out to me kind of say hey awesome episode whatever and i'll be honest with you like one of the the best episodes that we had was obviously the professor dan one that dropped recently but also the matt stewart police uh guy yeah. right i think i like, think every, five, episode, five we've done, every yeah. episode we've done a really good job right yeah. and even though like it's really hard to get pick, like like we don't have a favorite one but like it's like no, I, 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 each one I really they're like. All yeah. They're all my favorite. Yeah, they're all my favorite. Like they're all they're all our children. Just, yeah, they're all my favorite. I'm just saying we've gotten really good feedback based on all of them, so which is really good. Yeah. So sorry. What were you What were you saying? I I think I almost cut you off. No, I was just saying it's like um, even though we did get some like negative responses from like 
the uh, Matt Stewart one, right? Like, yeah. Whatever. Why do you think that is though? Like, the... well, let, let, let's trace it back, right? So, for everybody who hasn't listened to the episode, we did have uh, Matt Stewart on, and basically, uh, he worked with Toronto Police Department and was from Five O Jiu Jitsu. The original context of the entire conversation was really jiu-jitsu in policing and also how 5-0 jiu-jitsu is growing in Ontario and obviously being what it is, right? That's what our conversation was based around. Um, now, let's put context to the actual thing is this individual still works with Toronto Police Department. Everything was still relatively new as far as kind of the conversation started. We did get some feedback from an individual who was upset because we didn't speak about George Floyd. Now, to be honest with you, I wasn't about to put Matthew in that position at that time and moment because of his situation. And it's still a very sensitive subject. It's basically off of the Trump police right now, right? Because they're still trying to navigate the entire thing. Why? I think that's really why we got not necessarily a great response some certain individual because we weren't able to push the boundaries on that but again that was i wasn't about to make our guest uncomfortable and again it was still a very fresh subject there's also it also like we filmed that i believe we filmed that and like that information was it wasn't fully developed yet if that makes sense Mm -hmm. So, and, and also I don't feel comfortable speaking on things that I don't, I don't have like a full opinion on. And now that I like, I've, I've seen the footage and honestly, I can't watch more than five seconds of it because I'm absolutely disgusted with what happened. So yeah, like, I, I like that. Was, that was basically like you're watching a murder happen. And like, I can't, I can't watch stuff like that. So yeah. But, and like, and like to be, to be clear, like that is absolutely again, hundred percent terrible to watch terrible thing to happen to another individual there is no form in any part of that video that is right like, no, so i want to be clear not. on that right like do i stand by it absolutely not that is not something that is taught in jiu-jitsu schools there's not something taught in the defense tactics at all that is just something that was atrocious because you have three individuals that when a, when a gentleman is in a prone position with his hands behind his back, he can't get up. I'm he sorry, can't get up. He can't defend he can't himself. Get up. Like, you're, so we're, there, there, yeah, there's no um, reason for that, right? So it was, it was straight up murder, right? Yes. And again, I am not a judge. I do not know the law enough to be like, it is X. So I'm not going to comment on it any further from that, right? But again, because we had a, an individual on our show, they felt that we needed to say something at that time. And I'll be honest with you, that was not the time and place for it because we still didn't have all the information and we weren't educated enough on it to have that conversation fully. Yeah, exactly. You, you nailed it. Like that's, that's something that, um, yeah, like that's, that's something even to this day, like I can't watch, like I'm just I'm so disgusted with the situation. And, but I, I hope in the future from, that this creates this creates a change that's needed with society. I mean, I don't want to get all political because this is not a 
I guess this is not a, a political podcast, but it, it turned into it for, I guess, the, yeah. this, this moment, which is fine. But like, I hope this creates the change that is needed in what is, what is sorely needed in society. There's a lot, like everybody needs to, everybody needs to do better. That's all I'm really going to say. Like, there's, no, there's, there's so much, I think so much more that needs to be done. And again, you're, you, you nailed it, right? Like, it, it's all about reform. It's all about everybody taking responsibility and trying to be a better human being. Like, that, that's really what it is. And it's, again, I think, especially when you, when you look at it, like, if you walk onto the mat or you go to somebody's school or, or you go to a, a boxing gym or jiu-jitsu school or anything like that, right, you're going to walk onto the mat with uh, tons of people of different walks of life. You're going to see millionaires you're going to see cops, first responders, you're going to see doctors, you're going to see teachers, you're going to see people of all different types of races. And it doesn't fucking matter. You're, you go on the mat, you train, you do what you can, and then you leave at the end of the day. And you either say, oh, I had a good day, or you know what, there are things I need to work on. And that, that, that's it, man. Like that, that, if people treated everyday life like that, the world would be a better place. Hundred percent. The world needs to be the jujitsu open mat of, <laughs> yeah, of the world. Man. Like I'll be honest with you. Years ago, I worked for a beer store, right? And beer store, as much as like, and again, I still have friends that work for the beer store. And the one thing about the beer store that gave me, it was I was still in school, I was working at another place at the time, so it was a second job for me. But it was more to have pretty, right? It's grabbing the bottles and it empties, right? So you're on cash, you're doing empties. And empties was like, take the empties. So especially like the, the liquor bottles, you throw them in a crusher, right? So all the fucking glass, it's crushed. So I don't know how much, again, glass I've like inhaled over my year when I worked at the brewery store. So it's just- This dirty, explains right? your poor lung capacity when you're rolling. Oh, maybe, who knows, right? But again, from, from that, right? the beer store allowed me to work with individuals from all walks of life, right? Homeless people, students, millionaires, billionaires. And you don't know, they're just coming in for beer, right? Like, but that, that it, again, you learn customer service, you learn speaking with other individuals from all walks of life in one area. Right. And I, and it was a great experience, right? As much as like some parts of the job sucked, it was a great experience to, again to be there and with again my work with my friends and whatever and we had a good time. But again, every everybody needs to have a job like that so they can learn communication skills. Like they, I, I believe in having a shitty job and working your way up through it. Right? I I do. I'm 100%. a firm believer in that because and I'm not because if you go right from having not working at all to a cushy job, you never know what it feels like when you're down. You have to I think I think we've had this conversation rent. before. I agree because, like, I worked in a, I worked a shipping bread in a warehouse, and I had a similar experience that you did. And you you learn those communication skills because I'm, I'm talking to people from all walks of life, like you, like different people, different colors, people are different races, people that are different sexual orientations, you name it, like, and you're you, but like that's that's how the world is. You don't just go from I don't have a job to here. I, here I am at this, this lovely uh, bougie gym that we're at. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like you, you grow from there, right? You start, you start building off and you see, okay, what you don't want to do anymore. And you build off that, right? Like that's the thing. You're not going to, 
again, like, and again, successful people have seen it where they've gone through these phases in their life and they've thought, okay, this is not what I want to do. Like the job that, the, and I'll tell you the, the worst job I've ever had in my entire life was I was a paint prep technician for uh, auto collision place. Right. So basically my job was to sandpaper fucking cars. Right. Basically, but parts, not your car parts. So bumpers, doors, like oh, you mirrors, sand them down and then, uh, so basically, so we got sprayed with primer. So you go 400 grit, 600 grit. No. So go four, six, eight, 1200 wet sand. Right. So you're si- sanding the same fucking piece six times. Okay. And then, then you paint the thing. Right. And then you got tape it and then you got paint it. Did this job learn me skills? Absolutely. Did I learn skills from it? 100%. Did I lose five years off my life breathing in paint dust? 100%. Another reason why your cardio is terrible. Probably. (laughs) What's with you and like huffing glue and glass and like, is there something I'm telling you, like bad choices. Do you need like a a (laughs) 12-step program for you or? (laughs) Bad choices. But now my, my lungs are good now. Right, but again, it's the same thing for me too. Like I worked in that warehouse. I I learned a lot. Some of the funnest times was just like working out, like you know, shooting the shit with different people, and like sometimes like those are the things that you learn. It's not necessarily the work. It's the you know, it's talking with people or or you know, like the skill. What what do you take away from that situation in the end? Because we don't take away anything. It's like okay, well, what did you learn? You learned that Aaron likes to huff uh, paint and glue at his jobs. And this is not my, starts my will. <laughs> not this my is will. not my will. <laughs> no, but that's the thing, man. Like it's, but again, it's all about, and again, that's what I take now as far as like teaching and coaching individuals and be like, okay, like what do you want to get out of this? Right? Like, what do you want to get out of your life? How do you want to, where do you want to go? Because again, you need a roadmap. Right. And again, you're not necessarily going to follow the roadmap the way you want it to. That doesn't always work that way. Right. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. You get to fall into certain areas. Right. Like that's how it happens. Right. Like, again, Rachel and I were talking about like houses and all this kind of stuff. And if we had chosen a house in a different area of the city, again, I might not have landed a job in a certain area. I might not have met you at a certain time. Like, like there's, there's things happen for a reason. Right. But again, you have to put the work in. Right. To say that, oh, if I believe it and I just keep saying in my mind, I'm going to get this. That doesn't fucking work. Right. you got to put the work in. Then you'll get what you want. Absolutely. You got to you got to put in the time. You got to put in the work. Just get it done. That's it. That's it, man. That's all. You just got to do, do your job. That's it. <laughs> just got to get it done. So how was this for our first uh, or what? I guess this is our second solo solo cast, I guess you could say. It's not bad. I mean, like, uh, I, I think especially I'm going to say, because this is not just the Aaron Gal podcast anymore. This is now Choking Hazard podcast. I'm going to allow you to have the closing remarks uh, for today. Thank you for uh, tuning in tonight. Uh, well, this is, we're recording on Sunday night, but thank you for tuning in. And uh, this is, this is, we're going to be doing so a lot formal? more one-on-one. Com- what? Why are you so, why are you so formal? Why am I so formal? Because I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. wrapping up. Just sit down and shut up for a minute. Just Jesus shut up. Christ. Just shut up. Okay. Fuck. So just, just shut up for a minute. Thank you for, uh, thank you for tuning in tonight. And uh, we're going to be doing a lot more one-on-ones. We're going to be, well, not the Aaron one-on-ones that he likes to do when he's at work, but 
more one-on-one <laughs> casual conversations between uh, myself and Aaron. We're going to be discussing a lot of different topics and conversations. If you guys have any, uh, any ideas of things that you would like to be brought up, whether jujitsu related, fitness related, or just in the world, what is going on? This will be the, the platform for me and Aaron to uh, fire off, fire off some of those. So uh, choking hazard podcast, not 2020 anymore sponsored by nobody. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night.